0: Hey, girl, you trying to hit this? Oh, you know exactly what I need. <clears throat> what up, you filthy fucking stoners? Oh, I forgot we didn't actually even start the podcast off. No. I was just ready to start talking. What is up? I'm Emily, one of your co hosts. And I'm Jamie. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, now we're here on episode. 13 wow you know they say a podcast becomes legit when you have 10 to 12 episodes we're on 13 honestly so, the fact that we've stayed this consistent i think we're doing great i think we're doing a really good job i think that's all it took was for me to have ah! okay. have a partner in podcasting because i try to do a podcast on my own and i could not stay consistent but like having you there makes me feel like there's like responsibility it's fun yeah Also, the banter back and forth is way easier than looking into a camera and talking for 50 minutes straight. Yeah. That sounds like a lot. I could do it. (laughs) I know you could. (laughs) I could talk to a fucking wall and I'd be like, wow, I learned so much. I think on the road trip down to Miami, there were a couple of times where like our phones disconnected because we used, we would just call each other just like randomly And we would just be talking to each other and the phone would hang up and we would still be talking. And like five minutes later, one of us would call the other and be like, did you fucking hang up on me? And we'd be like, no, I literally we both were talking for like five minutes without thinking with thinking that the other person was listening. And I was like, wow, she's being a really good listener right now. And not saying that's what I thought about you, too. Oh, my God. Yeah. You're like, she's being really weird. Jamie's never this quiet. I there was I didn't question it, though. Yeah. (coughs) Help. (laughs) Gotta burp the baby. Thank you. (laughs) My mother never loved me. There were times where we were driving down and I would just like speed in front of Emily and flip her off. (laughs) And then we started doing that as like a game. Like, and it would be random. Like, we'd be next to each other, behind each other for like two hours. And then all of a sudden, someone would speed around and be like, (laughs) ha. It was fun. I liked it. Sometimes I would purposefully let you get super far away from me just that I had to play like Grand Theft Auto and catch up to you. Yeah, dude, you would hang back solo. I'd be like, where's Emily? I lost her. But then sometimes I would Zoom and I'd be like, I haven't seen Jamie in in about 15 minutes. I wonder where she went. Yeah, I was just zoning out with the cats, almost getting in accidents. <laughs> Did you learn anything from the road trip? I think it was really like reflective I reflected a lot on how far I've come in my past, and just like literally, we're driving down to Miami Labor Day weekend. And a year ago, this weekend, this weekend, I Visited Miami for the first time and that's where I fell in love with Miami and just like the fact that everyone down here is a hustler and it gave me so much hope for like what I wanted to do, which I didn't have in Boston. Yeah. And so then I was like actually driving down. I was like, not only am I moving to a new state, I'm driving there. I have my cats. I sold everything I own or I got rid of it.
1: And that was just... We didn't
0: sell anything. No, we didn't. (laughs) I just gave everything for free. I was like, get it out of my fucking house. Just take it. The amount of money I spent last year on furniture and random shit. To just have it, just hand it away. You know, it's fine. Mine it doesn't grow use. on trees, but it is abundant. So, yes. well. It's okay. Yeah, I, I was thinking a lot about how much has changed and what's happening, what's going to happen. All good things. Very exciting. All good things. But it was also very stressful. And then we got here and then everyone we met immediately they're just like all doing the same thing that we're doing and so we're just seeing person after person and they're doing the same thing and i'm like ah that's when i got this like really and it's all like oh let me help you you help me it's all everybody's very giving nice yeah yeah Yeah." but it was kind of like that factor that just made me be like i made the right decision coming here you know yeah i made the right decision (sighs) Yeah. The apartment actually looks nice. I was a little stressed because it did not look good in the videos. It looked like utter shit. But we're here and it looks lovely. Yeah, I... Oh, oh, I got my first big bed. I've had a full... I'm 27 years old and I have had a full bed and I've been broke and struggling and making ends meet for a long time and I've always had a full bed and I've had the same full bed since I graduated college. Haven't got a new one. And... To have the king mattress come well first I ordered the queen and that's what we're on right now Fair and I was comfy. like this is I honestly could fit a king in here I didn't think I could that's why I didn't buy it based on the video and then we ordered the king and it's out in the living room right now and I'm like man that motherfucker is huge it's big as fuck I've never okay I had a queen once and then I moved into an apartment and I literally had a shoe box for a room smaller than the room at our first place. Oh, man. That's literally Harry Potter's closet under the yeah, stairs. Literally. And I had to give that mattress away to my ex. And I took his full. And I was like, so now I have a queen for the first time ever. Look at us. We're doing We're good. We're growing up. <laughs> my dead dad will be proud. We just spent so much money on our rooms. I dropped like three grand last night. And that's not including what I spent this morning. Um, and that's not even including. It's like maybe a. A. Eighth of what I have to buy for this apartment. Yeah. There's so much more to go. Yeah. Hi. My bank account is kind of hurting. She's hurting. Yeah. Me too. It's okay. Money. It's coming. (laughs) But I made a lot of money off that video of a video of the guy that I was hooking up with. He slapped my butt. And I made a ton of money. So yesterday I was able to like pull all of that out because it finally cleared only OnlyFans. That's nice. And I was like, that's going to replace everything I just spent. So we're getting we're breaking even now. <laughs> and, you know, that's really the goal in business. As long as you break even, that's all that fucking matters. Yeah. So now I'm like, all right, can I fly you out so you can touch my butt more? Because like that's generating a lot of income for me. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. I have furniture to buy. You know, Desperate Times call for you desperate got to buy a measures. couch, kitchen table, everything. Yeah. But it's also exciting starting a new and a new place, a new and a new. I don't like that. <laughs> we don't know words. I don't speak English good. <laughs> Is that your southern accent? Yeah, it's also not very good. I, I can't even try a southern accent. I don't know. The sweetest gets me so high. Me too. And I'm drinking some wine. Jam jar. This is not an ad. I just fucking love this shit. And it's like nine to ten, nine to eleven dollars, depending on where you go. Cheap bottle. Tastes fucking. It's actually not bad. And I don't like wine. Yeah, exactly. Everyone who doesn't like wine. I'm like, you haven't tried jam jar yet, bitch. Drink up. Although I had a really good wine. I'm I'm holding too many things. Is this what it's like to be a mother? Bitch, I'm a mother. Bitch, I'm a mother. Emily's um, holding the blunt while I suck on it. Oh, right. Suck it real good. Yep. That's the kind of friendship we have. There's other things I want to talk about. Emily um, is wearing a sports bra. (laughs) And it's inside out. It's, can, can you show the audience the holes? The, oh, these holes is where the, uh, there are holes like uh, under me where the bra pads go in. That you take the bra pads out if you have big titties. Yeah. Cause if you got big titties, then it makes your boobs look all like lopsided and like, it's rough. Yeah. Like different sizes. It's yeah. just not meant for women with big titties. But I always wear this top inside out. I don't know what it is. I never bother to look at it. Every and single time she puts it on. Every single time. So I decided to just rock it for the show. Yeah. She's you know, like, fuck it. I am who I am. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like this is... <laughs> I am who I am. <laughs> I'm a sad. strong, independent woman who don't know how to put no shirt on. Oh, you're still holding the weed. I mean, the wine. <laughs> okay, hold on. Take a sip. Put it down. All right. Emily. Yeah. How's your dating life going? <laughs> what dating life? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. Seems like you got some eligible bachelors already. We've been here for two days. Three days. Three days. Have we? It's been three days. Holy I fuck. don't know. Shit. Um, I went on Tinder because it was like, it's good to get people on Miami Instagram. You know? It's just for the Instagram. It's for the Instagram. We're always hustling down here. <laughs> Don't tell people that. They'll report you and you'll get your account banned like I did. Fuck. You- I got my account so banned that I try to log in on my ex-best friend's phone and on Emily's phone. And I got both of them personally banned as yes. well for trying to use the same phone to log yes. into mine. <laughs> So I can never go back to Tinder on that phone. So i I lose. But this we bought account. work phones, ones for personal and ones for our house. That's very true. That statement is ringing true now. Um, okay, so tell us tell us about you know,
1: can we just talk
0: about like Miami men? Yeah, tell me about what or, like, have you learned about Miami men down men? south. I don't know. I feel like they're very like forward. Like hey, love, how you doing? Like they're just very they're just go in. They're very forward. Yeah. And I like it. Yeah. Which Bo- I feel like Boston, you think of people being very straightforward. Like they'll tell you off and they'll tell you how you feel. But in the dating world in Boston, I feel like Boston men are very entitled. I feel like we've talked about this before. But I feel like Boston men feel like, especially the guys who come into Boston, they like grow up in the city or near the city. They, I don't know. They like little blonde they're girls We talked about this before. And they're so used to girls being like, oh, my God, you're so hot that they don't try. Yeah, they really don't have to try. Yeah. But whereas it like Miami, you have these women who are beautiful and also have fake titties and BBLs and they are all competing for like the top notch rich men, like whoever can give you the most who has a bigger yacht, who has better opportunities, who has a bigger bank account, who has a bigger dick. Hopefully, that's what they're considering as well. But, so, like, the there's a lot of, like, solid dudes, right? That, like, maybe aren't making, like, a shit ton of money. And now they're losing most of their dating pool because they're, those girls are all, like, their standards are so high. They're like, fuck you. I don't even have the time of what What's your credit score? What kind of car do you drive? Damn, it's really a different world down here. I'm not ready. Well, you are to take up all of the, the men... Oh. That they don't, <laughs> that they don't want. <laughs> so I have to lower my standards. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, just no, just kidding. kidding. I don't have standards. <laughs> well, seeing your last relationship, I would say that's pretty true, folks. So, yeah, we're not. Oh, doing just kidding. Well. Same. <laughs> we're not doing. Well. I feel like Emily's been on Tinder for like 0.2 seconds and she's already of guys like being like, I'm going to come over and help you move and do whatever and all this stuff. I feel like that's like bare minimum. And we haven't been getting that up in Boston. And it's just like, oh my gosh, they're actually human beings. Yeah. Oh, I, I told Emily, I was like, we're not ugly. Okay. We just, we're in Boston. Now we're in Miami and men appreciate Curves. You know? Yeah. They're like, ooh, I want all that. (laughs) Give me all that, girl. I want all that loving you got. (laughs) All that meat on your body. Oh, my gosh. We got to cut this month. Yeah, I'm trying to work out because there's a little too much meat. (laughs) (laughs) Just in certain areas (laughs) that we want to tone, you know, or grow. And I feel like I stopped working out and I'm getting acne more. Because my body's not just like, you know... This, my circulatory system is not functioning as well. You know, you got to work out and I don't like body acne. I've never had body acne in my fucking life. And now I'm 27. I'm like, why is there a pimple in my armpit? Like, what is this shit? (coughs) Why? I literally have a pimple in my ass crack right now and it hurts. And I never have had that before. (laughs) And I I literally feel like it's all the bad juju bitches are sending me because they're mad. I'm in Miami. (laughs) You're sending the evil eye, and it's now I'm breaking out. I see you. Send that energy. I'm back I'm sending the energy love right light. back with, with love, love and light, and also body acne all over <laughs> you. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh God. There was a scene in Harry Potter where they had like a, a fake a secret army, and one of they laid a curse on the coins that like were like walkie talkies kind of. And if you told about the secret army, you literally broke out in acne everywhere. And one girl told and she was rough. All right, that's my worst nightmare. Me too. Maybe someone laid a curse on me. <laughs> <It> was <laughs> probably my fucking mom. You're, it's Had not that bad. Bitch. Oh my god, speaking of parents that suck. How about <laughs> that Jeffrey Ross show that we saw this weekend? Or the yeah. That was rough. He was hilarious, yeah, the service at the improv was not that great. I mean, I'm a comic, and hopefully I get to perform there, but maybe we'll cut we, this. We got some adjustments to do. no, they should like it was a really bad experience it was it took an hour to get our drinks. The drinks were terrible. Yeah. everything was gross. yeah, they forced you to get two drinks. they did We didn't get our food for like an hour and a half. some people like it was like we ordered before the people who sat down thirty five minutes next, like after us. And, and they, they got, got the food before. Yeah. And yeah, it would, server was rude. It but, was just a not good experience. And we wanted to go out and like relax and actually have fun. Like I love going to comedy shows. Me too. We were like, we're going to get shit face. We're going to go see like comedy. We're going to laugh. We're going to go out in Fort Lauderdale. We're going to have a blast. And it was like the complete opposite. Yeah. So by the time Jeff Ross got on, I wasn't in that like high you know, know like that happy high where you're just enjoying it. So like he was starting to get me there, and at the end, he his, fucking crushed it. His too. roasts are fucking insane. they're so good, yeah. at the end, he called people up on stage to roast them, and so I've been on one of his shows, and I like I wanted him, like hopefully he recognized me mm-hmm. and I stood up to be roasted, and he was like, "I see that red hair. Come on up. And so I get up, and what was I wearing? You're wearing your dad's mugshot t-shirt. I was wearing a t-shirt with my dad's mugshot on it. And he asked about it and he's like, what's this? And I'm like, it's my dad's mugshot. And the whole crowd's like, yeah. And then I turn around, move my hair. And it says free Eric on the back. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And and then Jeff Jeff is like, uh, so uh, what's your dad up to right now? And you're like, he's dead. <laughs> the whole crowd literally was like, Oh, oh, that's honey. what we call bombing in comedy. I was like, what, do, what am I supposed to say? Oh, he passed away. I'm going to get an awe anyway. So I'm just trying to own it. And I'm like, yeah, motherfucker passed. <laughs> He's gone. And then everyone did the awe. And I'm like, you're supposed to laugh with me. I'm literally wearing his mugshot on my fucking shirt right now. And he was like, you like, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. He and didn't I, even want to roast you. He, he didn't, didn't want to roast you. <laughs> he didn't roast me. He was like, oh, OK, I'm just going to turn to the child on the stage and say, this is the girl that you have the most chance with. Oh, right. He had Gilbert Gottfried's, like, 10-year-old son on the show. Yeah. And he, and he was, was trying to hook him up with all the Miami girls. It was girls. crazy. He was like, oh, this one looks like she would go for a younger guy. It was, I was like, oh, my God, the this kid is was a like child. A, the kid was, like, 11. And I was like, I feel like somebody, this, this I don't know, someone's going to have a videotape of this. And it's going to come out in 20 years. And they're, like, a pedophile. Yeah. Maybe he was trying to expose the pedophiles. Although there's, pro- there's a lot of those in comedy, so I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Hopefully. Our producer's like, yeah. Uh, cancel me. I'm uncancelable. I don't even know how to say that word. <laughs> <laughs> I've already been canceled. Or tempted. And here I am. Rising from the ashes. <laughs> <laughs> like a phoenix. Oh, but but I bombed It's okay Yeah I was so tired and I was like I don't know what to say We all have our bad days <laughs> and I was like this is where I should have made a joke This is my chance I'm a comic I shouldn't And you know it, things happen <clears throat> Rest in peace To my but, career I No no you're good But I still do want to go to like an actually good <laughs> comedy show soon Cause I miss comedy Yeah yeah, that's all I had to say. We'll go. I know some comics here. They can show me around. We can go to some shows, meet some people. There's that girl who has red hair like me. Oh, yeah. We're basically twins. That's cute. I got to hit her up. You should. Um. Okay. <laughs> I'm high as fuck. <laughs> I'm high as fuck. I think we're talking about, you know, dating shit. Yeah, today's about dating because yeah, I don't know, why not? Cuz I feel like you guys relate to that and we all want to be loved, you know? Sometimes, Sometimes we just want to be loved. And we're both single. We for the are first single time since we've known each other. Well, no. I've been single, been single. for literally been single over a year. <laughs> been very single. Not I. <laughs> Emily, we've discussed her back and forth relationship. Every month. And now she's free and in Miami. What a glow up. He's looking back and he's like, wow, she's really fucking doing it. You fled the state just like I also fled the state after my breakup. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. I <clears throat> I did text him. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I wanted to tell you on the podcast so I could get your genuine reaction. Are you fucking kidding me? No, I'm so dead ass. Emily, <laughs> have we not learned anything? We have. No, we haven't. But we have. Wrong. <laughs> She's <laughs> like, eh, wrong. We haven't learned shit. What are you going wh- Why? You want to bring that ba- energy back in for the no, same thing? I don't. I absolutely oh, so do what, not. So what was your reasoning? What uh, was your reasoning? We were leaving and I was sad. Have we not learned anything? <laughs> you were sad? Yeah. Boo-hoo. Yeah. Emily, that's why you come cuddle with me in bed and you say, I'm sad. I want to text my ex-boyfriend. And I'm like, bitch, we're getting drunk tonight. I'm taking your phone. And we're going to have a good night. I think that was when I'd order ma- us male strippers. I'd fly us to Vegas before I let you text your ex. That night? Oh. Yes. Yes. We should have gone to Vegas. Yeah, he's but listened here's to every what happens podcast. When you don't- <laughs> I have a bone to pick with you too. <laughs> but here's the thing. So wait, hold up, hold up. I'm skirt. holding. I'm holding. Skirt, skirt. I don't even want to know what the thing is. We're gonna rewind. Oh, later. We're gonna rewind. This Ooh, that was a little bit aggressive. We're putting that down for a moment. Okay. So you texted him because you were sad. Yeah. What'd you say? <laughs> Pull it up. Let's I see. want receipts. Receive I don't believe shit. fucking go. I don't believe shit unless I have fucking receipts. Oh, you've been talking. That was more than one thumb scroll. That's like eighteen. Yeah. Just for a couple days. Oh. You got if you're not if you're not watching this on OnlyFans, I'm fucking pissed. <laughs> <laughs> We've done so fucking much together. We have. And you didn't communicate shit. You've held this in. You've held this in. I've held this in. How am I supposed to trust you? <sighs> it's just truly deep shame. You have none. Look at you smiling and smirking. You know I smile when I'm uncomfortable. Yeah? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You have been talking. You're not even at the beginning. Okay. I literally said, hi. (laughs) (laughs) This man has texted her 150 times, showed up at her house. And the, all you say is "hi, dude." That is such like toxic ex energy. I hope you also know you're the toxic one. Oh, absolutely. That makes my blood boil because I've had exes do that to me. I'm like "fuck you," and you fucking blah, blah, blah. and then they're just like, "Hey, what's up?" And I'm so like, "So here's the thing, fuck I you." Ended things. Like I kept things open ended. No, you didn't. Yeah, I did. I said I needed time to process. Yeah, you processed that he treated you like shit and you were good. You have your answer. Why does he need to know? That's very true. You owe a man shit, no explanation, nothing. If you have repeatedly asked them to show up and treat you with the bare minimum respect... For a year, Mm -hmm. he didn't give a fuck about your feelings or what you said. but I still cared about his. Yeah, and let's unpack that there. Trauma, okay? The guilt, and we discussed this, that this was going to come up. I thought I was doing good as your second therapist. (laughs) (laughs) My first therapist is gone. So what have you been talking about? Um, honestly, I don't even know. It feels like mundane things. He's just like flirting and I'm just not like into it. Okay. So why are we communicating still? Because you wanted to bring that energy back because you're moving and you got emotional and you got lonely. Emily, I want you to meditate on that later. Yeah. (laughs) For sure. Guys, sometimes you got to be hard on your friends. (laughs) Sometimes you need to fucking lay it down because there's no one else in the life laying it Jay, down. Jamie's been yelling. <laughs> I'm I'm emotional right now. This triggers an emotional response. Oh, I'm not. I talk so much shit about him. He's heard it. Yeah, yeah. On the podcast, we yeah. talk shit. Yeah. Really? Ooh. I'm always talking shit. I'm always talking shit too. To be frank. So, like, then you're supposed to have my back on that, too. (laughs) And now you go talk to him? What does that make me look like? Um, An idiot. No. (laughs) You know that Chef Ramsay where he's, like, two pieces of bread? What does that make me? An idiot sandwich. You're not an idiot. It's fine. It's fine. (laughs) Emily Wade. If you have sex with this man Oh, I'm not having sex This period. podcast is off I can't have I'm sex I'm hiring my sister as the host <laughs> I'm kicking you out of the apartment And I'm leaving you on the streets Oh my goodness I'm just kidding Back to um, relationships But this goes into <laughs> we had a, We had a little pause there Yeah And you guys got to hear a real friendship thing Read the text out loud. Read some of the text. I want to read. Yeah, let's read some of the text. Let me read the text. <laughs> I'll, let, I'll read through the text. Let, let me. Let I'll me. read through the text. No, I think. I think. Punishment. I think. <laughs> close your eyes, scroll, and then I'm going to land on a spot. No. Send in pictures of her cat. Oh, I did. Our, I sent a picture. Our baby. Oh.
1: I know. Do you miss the
0: emotional connection we had with our kitty? I miss my cat. We were talking about... My TikToks. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, Mommy Milkers. Yeah. He's like, I miss those Mommy Milkers. I want to suck on those. Yeah. He said that, so he's getting sexual with you right away. That's so disrespectful. It's disgusting. It really is. <laughs> I'm so angry. <laughs> you guys are watching. A, these are real conversations we have. These behind, are real conversations. Behind closed doors. And I get this uh, riled up. Um, yeah. One time at some someone made Emily Fellowship. I was like screaming. I was like, we don't let fucking men make us feel Oh like yeah. This, this was like two gonna, weeks ago. I was like, I want to punch him in the face. She was going off. I was like, Jamie, Jamie, no, I got this. I got this. But the dude I was fucking was right there. And I was like, he's seeing another side of me right now. But he was like egging you on. He was like, yeah, fuck this guy. <laughs> and that's why we had sex. <laughs> um... Have you guys talked about your relationship? I literally said I was. Yeah. So I was going to pull that up. He was asking about Lucy, my cat, if you don't know. And I so he was like, I can't tell what you want. Do you still need time of no talking at all? And I said, what do you mean what I want? <laughs> he wants us to be a thing. Basically. A thing? What's a thing? A not committed, fully actual committed relationship? I want to be a thing with you, Emily. Can we, like, start that thing up again? Where, like, we, we I do the bare things. minimum and you ride my dick? I do. No, I and don't. He- I don't want to. But that's what he was saying. Did he take any ownership on his actions? Um... Yeah, and then I ignored him, and I'm still ignoring him. Stay toxic, ladies. <laughs> Just staying a uh, true to myself. All right, but this is why, literally, I I can't entertain the dating scene. I can't because you're texting your ex boyfriend. Yeah, because I'm fucking yeah. No, this is why you can't be in a committed relationship. You absolutely should be entertaining the dating scene, so that you can see what else is out there. See that there's actual, genuinely good people who want to treat you right, and that you would never have to deal with this bullshit. And we're we have ADHD and trauma, and both of those make make us addicted to spikes in adrenaline and yes. dopamine and the roller coaster and the roller feeling. coaster because we're comfortable in chaos and we want that, and that makes us feel loved because that's what reminds us of mom and dad. So. No, it's really rough out here. Listen, I've fucking had my heart broken so many times. It's like you're like, I feel like you're a real one, you know? Yeah. I've had that multiple times and I didn't learn my lesson. <laughs> okay. And that shit sucked. And here I am in the dating scene trying to date again. And you know what I want? Good dick and stability. <laughs> okay. That's literally all I want. Yeah, well, this doesn't scream stability. This se- is. This seems like round two is it no opens the door to the negative energy you're you're like text she was like how do we close mirror portals today i don't want any of that bad juju um (laughs) how do we close the x portal how do we close the x portal what spell can i do please let me know to cord cut that shit that's the question you should be asking what crystal do i need you care about the fucking demons and the other dimensions in the mirror (laughs) you've got one right in front of you in this world in the 3d (laughs) ah That's fucked up. (laughs) (gasps) It's my own demon. He texted you today? Yeah. He said, if you want to move on, I'd appreciate if you let me know. She can't answer. You better fucking answer. (laughs) Or you'll catch these hands. (laughs) Jamie is making fun of my hands right now. Just let it be known that Jamie makes fun of birth deformities. Am I saying that she's on the same level as Donald Cancel Trump? Me. Yes. Cancel Absolutely. me. Absolutely. Let's kill her. <laughs> Emily's. Let's kill her. What are you going to do with this? <laughs> okay, so I literally have a birth. I can't make a fist. <laughs> and she always makes fun of me for it. Emily. But there are other ways to kill. Like if you have a knife, just fuck you up. Mm. Can you hold the knife properly? First question Jamie asked me when she found out about my hands. She was like, "How do you give hand jobs?" That <laughs> was of like the that's... same way as you. Did, you fucking... <laughs> were you about to say "cunt"? Say it. <laughs> Cunt. I don't know if I was going to say "cunt." I feel like that doesn't roll off like "bitch" does. I thought you were going to say "fucking," and then you were going. <laughs> that's just how I laugh. I laugh like Mr. Krabs. <laughs> Lucy walked in the room, literally saw our producer, and was like, Yeah, no. This is not it for me. All right. Well, enough about our personal shit. I'm going to have a long conversation with (laughs) Emily after hours. I'm not even into my second glass of wine yet. You (laughs) haven't seen anything. (coughs) I am going to be up very late editing. But the dating life, like the dating world, right? Yeah. Okay. So part of like being new to dating is you're. figuring each other out and then you never know like you don't want to be too needy right like no one wants to be like texting too much or make them feel yes. like over, like overwhelmed or pressured yeah. and you like don't know kind of how to navigate that so we want to talk about like when somebody's text you like how long do you wait to text them back honestly i feel like i'm such a bad example because i literally forget to text people back but that's good that's how so it could be like days i feel like that's how hel- <laughs> Honestly, I honestly feel like, yeah. I either text back immediately or it's <laughs> I forget about it completely. Done for. Yeah. I'm the same way. I'm the same way. But if I like you, you I you I definitely want to answer you a of little course, bit more. Of course. So it's very obvious when I like someone and I'm like, I'm like, I text them back immediately because I'm always on my phone. I'm like working. And so I try to navigate like I'm like, fuck, I literally can't act like I'm that available. Cause it's like I'm not actually available. I'm busy and I'm doing things, but I have ADHD, so my brain. Is can focus on ten things at once, and I just like bang out whatever I can quickly, and then like I get a good text from somebody, and that like gives me the little dopamine rush. Though, like it's nice, right? Yeah, it's a little like it's like a a little key bump, you know. (laughs) I'm just like love. (laughs) That's all we want. That's all we want. Oh God, Um, do you think that? Wait, I was gonna say something. I okay. Go ahead. So, like, I feel like a lot of girls text back and are way too eager. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I feel like people say, I don't want to play games. I don't want to play games. But the way that men think. They have to chase. They Biologically, they have to chase. If a man, if a dead bear showed up (coughs) on a man's doorstep, you think that man's going to be like, look, honey, kids. A dead bear. It's right here. Let's cook it up for dinner. No. What a man wants to do is he wants to get all ready and go into the fucking woods. Listen, hike. Is he going to pretend? He wants to get dirty. (laughs) He wants to stalk this bear. He wants to fucking shoot and kill this bear and knows that he did it. No, this is a real bear. I'm saying, do you want a dead bear on your doorstep? Or do you want to go through the process of hunting your own goddamn fucking bear? Oh. You take it. You fucking pick it up. You lug it back to the back of your truck. Like, oh, you honey, put a I did it, this. You drive mm. home and you're like, look what I fucking caught. I caught this bear. I got dirty. I put in the work. I did what most other people don't want to do. Yeah. Why do and you I did it. And bears? now I'm going to feed it. The, the, they want to feel that. What do bears taste like? So it's the same with pussy. Do you want just pussy to they show taste up like on like your pussy? doorstep? No, no, you want to fight for that. pussy. You want to fight for that pussy. So if you're so overly eager and you're just giving it to them, you're giving them access to you at all times, access to your energy. You have to. There's no fight. There's no desire. You have to play the games. You have to biologically. And it's not a game. It's just if you uh, like understand how somebody else thinks, it's a lot easier to get what you want and not react the way that you do. Because like before, at the end of the day, I want a stable relationship. I'm not looking for it. But that if I'm but going if to have one, that's to what I want you off your feet. I'm open to that. Yeah, absolutely. But before, like if they weren't giving me all that attention, whatever, I would like kind of go to them because I was like, I wanted to hold on to that. And I wanted it. you know, And now I'm at a point where it's like, no, I the old me and me now want the same thing, but my reaction're going changed. about it a different. I'm way I'm going about it in a different way, that it's allowing it to be more successful. Allowing to, the process of actually getting to know somebody and them getting to know me and me figuring out if they're like worthy of me committing to them. Yes. And sometimes that means making that man miss me a little bit. So when I was younger, I used to get so upset when the guy that I was dating, he was like, good relationships never start off with the woman giving up pussy. And I was like, fuck you. We're dating because <laughs> you fucked me. <laughs> But now literally I'm like yeah no I totally get what he was saying. Like they want that chase. They want to have to work for it cuz then it feels so much better. Yeah, then they want hopefully want to treat you with more respect. Like they put the energy and effort into getting you, why are they going to like ruin that? Unless they're literally just like a piece of shit. Which there are there of narcissistic people. Yeah. sociopathic people out there. For sure. Men and men women. exactly and women absolutely. Yeah. Um, but I think that that chases, so it's like, I don't think you should have any definitive thing on texting somebody back like every single time like i'm not there's no rule of like i should wait 10 minutes or i should wait three hours they took six hours to respond to me so i'm gonna take 10 hours to respond to them no but wait, i i think if you have a friend th- who used to do that though yes she used to manipulate men and it worked she would if they if they ignored her for six hours she ignored them for 12 or she would block them for weeks and for only weeks and, talk to them on instagram. on instagram and it worked it fucking worked these men were like what the fuck and it was a game to her it's it was disgusting to be quite honest and but these the sounds dudes stressful yeah i also feel like i think she thought the dudes had a little bit more respect for her than they actually did i think they also viewed it as a game and so some people are down to play the game and still don't want to commit like she wasn't getting committing energy from them no. when they did give her energy it was still fuckboy energy so I don't think that's always the process. Cause if men see that you're kind of toxic, like they're not going to treat you with that respect. And I think that's what she was missing out on. Yes. But I but think she wanted the people in love with her. Yes. But I think if you like, if you want to talk to somebody, I will, if I want to call you, I'm going to fucking pick up the phone and I'm going to call you. Yeah. I don't give a fuck if I just met you. Like that's who I am. And I'm not going to change that for anyone. Exactly. But I also know how to read somebody's energy. So like, when I first started talking to a guy and they're texting me all the time, like, so the guy that I was seeing, mm-hmm. he showed up. His energy was so strong for it like was a very forward. month, almost like a month and a half. Very forward. Like very into you, you, very into me. And then like right before I was she leaving, he showed up to your comedy show. Like, yeah. All of this. Right before I was leaving, he, we, it did get more emotional. It did get more serious. And he started pulling back. If I texted certain things, he, I would just get like a thumbs up. And then our, I, we wouldn't answer for like half a day. Mm-hmm. And there was a time where he went like a whole day without talking to me, which is fine. Like that's completely fine, but I'm noticing your energy shift. So that's, what's not fine is like, and not communicating and by not communicating. Why it's and so it's shifting. And so for me, hell yeah, I'm not going to text that guy back right away. Cause he's showing me, he doesn't give a fuck at that moment. He's go, he's dealing with whatever's going on in his yeah. head and like what he needs to process. And that's fine. That's not my fucking problem. So, like, I don't appreciate the energy shift, so I'm going to shift my energy. I'm not going to text you back all the time the way that I normally would or be, like, you know, showing you I'm interested in you. You can't give too much when you're not getting in return. Exactly. It should be an equal give and take, and that shows me when I should shift up my energy. But also, at the same time, even in the beginning, like, he asked me to dinner twice, and I think I blew him off. And I was like, oh, can we reschedule or I can't do it? And I said no a couple times, and he kept asking that made him want to keep asking. I wasn't like, oh my god, yes, let's go on a date. Are you free tonight? Because then he'd be like, whoa, okay. She's like super interested. So like, yeah, he's, and that's in the beginning, too much. he still had to chase. It wasn't me playing a game. It was me naturally. But it like, just happened. Super busy, so naturally that I feel like that made him want to try harder. So, uh, but if you're a person and you don't have enough going on in your life that like <laughs> you are free every single night to like go on a date, one the first thing I would advise is. Don't worry about when you should text them back. You should worry about filling up your calendar. Pretend to Yeah, that's Don't also Don't pretend true. like fill up your, like you should be busy with your own shit and your own life. You know what I mean? And so if you're naturally busy in the natural flow and you're not always available because you're doing stuff and pursuing you, that's how, what's going to lead to like the best relationship, I think. Mhm. You know. It's a little harsh, but uh, you know, as today's episode is hard is tough love. Tough love with Jamie Lee. <laughs> That's how, that's what I feel like the theme of today is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, I'm feeling that. You're a wine glass in. (laughs) Can you tell? Yeah. Can you tell? (laughs) Well, she can tell when I'm drunk too, so. No, I'm just emotional. I'm just, I feel a lot of things and passion about these topics. Okay. Yeah. Emily's feeling attacked, so she's coming for me. <laughs> um what? Okay. I don't know what just came out I don't know what just came out of my mouth. It was like <laughs> <laughs> That was that was not like a sexy raspy. No. I'm sorry to say. We talked about the last episode too. Me just like fucking him. And I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, what? And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So I think that, you know, overall, men want to be the chasers. I completely agree. And I think a part of being a woman and like i think we a lot everyone like fights like i want equality and like blah blah blah. i should be able to be a sexual woman and all this stuff i absolutely agree with that Mm -hmm. but there is power in harnessing like your divine feminine energy and feminine energy is a receiver feminine energy is making someone come to you like you just existing and it comes naturally and you know it and you attract it you ever go out and you see these girls they might not even be the most beautiful girl. And for some reason, everyone's attracted to them. Everyone's talking to them. Like, they're channeling that energy. They're, like, receiving that. It's magnetic. It's for sure. magnetic. And so, how do you get into that energy? You, like, get more confident knowing, like, I don't need to be texting this person r- back right away. I don't need... I'm not clinging on to holding on to that because I'm a receiver. I trust that things will come to me naturally because I'm What's deserving of yours, them. yours, yeah. Exactly. And so... I think like channeling that because like we all have a mixture of masculine and feminine energy. I'm a very masculine. I feel like I have very masculine energy and I've been learning how to harness my feminine energy and putting that into practice and it's awkward and it's uncomfortable. It's definitely hard. You know what I mean? It takes some getting, but a lot of what feminine energy is, is very, I do think like, and we talked about anti-feminist stuff like on last podcast episode (laughs) Is faking an orgasm, anti-feminist. Yeah. I feel like when you play that role of being that feminine energy, some people are like, well, we shouldn't have to. And I agree. That's why I say, like, I don't know. Balance it. It's about balance. Everything's about balance. You can be, like, a strong, independent woman and also have feminine energy. And I tell you, when you fucking turn that shit on and you portray that energy and you embody that energy with men... The way that they look at you, react to you, treat you is so different. I'm trying to think of an example of someone who is very... Rihanna has feminine energy. Oh, absolutely. She exudes it. Do you know oh, who also... I love Rihanna. Rachel from Friends. Yeah, I could see she that. She has a lot of feminine energy. I didn't really watch a lot of that. Really? No. Okay. I'm trying to think of like something that we've watched recently. Who do you think embodies feminine energy? Nancy Botman. Who's that? Nancy Botman from weeds. I've never seen that. I've never seen that. Man. Okay. We're going to watch that. That's good. You know who also embodies feminine energy? Megan Fox. Oh my gosh. Yeah. She walks into a room and everyone's like, oh, it's cause she's beautiful. It has nothing to do with her looks. There are beautiful women left and right. She embodies an energy she's a life force when she walks into a room. If you start embodying that and practicing that, you won't have to worry about how long you have to fucking text a dude back. <laughs> if you're wondering that, that is a time to look at self-reflection. How do, how do we change? If we want men to treat us differently. We got to like, just start forgetting to respond to their texts. Yeah. Just go do something else. Do you know what else? I, do? Do you know what I literally do? And I'm going to fucking out myself here is if I'm, talking to a guy and I'm interested in them, when they're, when I'm DMing them on Instagram, I will restrict their messages. Oh, you really are outing yourself. I'm outing myself. I restrict them. So one, I think it doesn't tell them when you were last online. So they don't know they have to want, they have to worry. Like they have to wonder, but two, it puts them in your message request. So sometimes like during the day (laughs) when you open your messages, you don't think that they messaged you. So you're naturally going on your day without like immediately responding because I have a problem with that. Holy shit. Yeah. And so, (laughs) and so then I'll be like, oh yeah, it's my message request and I'll do it. and I'll answer. And that could be, that whole process could be literally a half hour, but that's enough for me to make it at least look like I've been busy for a little bit. (laughs) Even if we're not. Yeah. Because I have that problem when I get like, I'm like, I like someone. So I know I've learned how to just like naturally Focus on me during the day and answer when I'm like, you know what I'm thinking about this person. I want to respond. It's very easy to fall into that like clinginess where you're like, oh, I like them. It's fun to talk to them because that's what you're looking for, like that like friendship, you know, type love. And you can't can't do it too soon. No, (laughs) you can't. That's for like a year in. Save that six months in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, give it time. That's what I feel like with also like dating culture right now I feel like everyone kind of wants like all or nothing <laughs> like either you're completely committed to me or you're not committed yeah, to me it's like you meet someone you go on a, you go you're on like, dates why aren't and you hang my boyfriend out for like yet. two weeks and you're like oh my god I like this person I want them to date me and then you're start you start acting like you start holding these expectations on that person and like then getting upset when certain things happen or like they're not texting me back right away no shit they've known you for two weeks like <laughs> think about that this person hopefully has had a full whole life being an independent individual <laughs> without you, without you. That's should not change because they just met you. It shouldn't. Yes. And you shouldn't expect it because and you should have your full independent like life where you're so busy that you have to pick and choose who you're giving your time to read codependency. No more. Yes. Yes. Also, a book to read is Why Men Love Bitches. And it's it doesn't a great mean, book. It doesn't mean, like, bitches, like, mean girls. It means, like, like a woman who's in control of her emotions. And I promise you, it'll make you look at things, like, so differently. Yeah, it's a really great book. There's also a book that actually explains, like, the biological stuff that goes behind it. I think it's Why Women Kiss Frogs. And it explains the science behind why men need to chase, like, everything. Really? Mm-hmm. It's super cool. Oh, I should read that. I love it. <laughs> My favorite thing about why men love bitches, like the bear reference that I made today is from that book. I don't remember that. It, it, yeah, I think. Oh, so there's why men love bitches and why men marry bitches. So there's two books and one's like, okay, maybe they are your boyfriend and you're like, you know, have you ever been in a relationship and you're asking them to like do something for you? And they like ignore it and they don't take it like and then, and it then just like nag. festers and, yes. and then you nag and then it makes them not want to do it even more. So like for example, you're dating somebody and you have like a broken um I don't know, like the cabinet door is broken. It's off the hinge. Oh and is you it need the them- trick where you're asked the neighbor? Yes. So you, you, your cabinet's broken. You've been asking your boyfriend or the guy you're seeing to help you do this. And they're like, yeah, I'll do it totally. And they forget all the time. So then it ends up like you keep bringing it up and they're just like not doing it. Okay. So like a man doesn't want to be nagged because then it's absolutely going to send him in the other direction. When you like, when you become the chaser with a nagger, the one asking for things they run. So if you want a man to do something, it's all about framing how you view the situation. You're like, I shouldn't I should be able to talk about this. No, like that's not bio- biology and now like <laughs> psychology. <laughs> like instead, what you do is you invite your friend and her boyfriend over. And while you're all having dinner and drinks or whatever you're doing, you look at her boyfriend and you say, Hey, my cabinet's been broken. Do you mind taking a look at it? Can you help (laughs) me? Can you help me fix it? Guaranteed 10 out of 10 boyfriends of you, like your boyfriend will turn and go, no, I got it. Yep. Immediately. Immediately. And they will fix the fucking cabinet. And you've been asking for months. You've been asking for months. You don't fucking ask them to fix the cabinet. You get someone else to do it in front of them and take their fucking masculine role and watch them step up. And if they don't, you're dating a fucking loser. One of my old coworkers is very much in her, like, feminine power. Mm-hmm. And she has taught me, you never want to ask a man to do something. You want to make him think that it's his, his idea. idea. And I got so good at doing that over the make course a man of think working it's his with idea. her. Yeah. You have to. You have to. Because they won't want to do it otherwise. Exactly. I'm no longer asking for a man to do anything or begging him for his energy or... Or asking why he doesn't do what. I'm going to change my energy. I'm going to switch up how I do things, how I say things, how I respond. I'm going to walk away from situations that don't serve me. And then it becomes his idea if he wants to start doing it because he's like, fuck. So we, at the comedy show, we met up with one of your friends from Boston. And his new girlfriend. Oh and my god! This guy, we've talked about him before. He's community dick. <laughs> he's community dick. And he, I, I love we him. warn people about him. We are like, dude, you can fuck him. Have fun. Have your fun. It is only fun. It's only fun. And he you will like hurt you. you. And I'm, and you, and you it's gonna make you because he doesn't want you that way. And he's so upfront. You're gonna like him and respect him for that. And then you're gonna want him. And then it's gonna become a chase to you, ladies. And then you're gonna start chasing. And you know what turns a man off? you chasing it and happens then, every time and then, and then you not being okay with that he's talking to other girls and whatever it is and then it ruins the situation and also he's my friend and he treats me with great respect <laughs> and i'm not gonna stop being his friend because he's he, always so nice to he me. he hurts you because i warned you you know yeah no we tell him straight up front well he met a girl who and all, is in her feminine like literally she's in just her feminine like she energy. is she's a mafia wife <laughs> yeah she is like absolutely el chapo's wife yes like like embodies that energy, like ride or die. Like she is there for. Looks everything. at her man. Will do whatever. Like f- what puppy dog? Ugh. uh ah, just holding his chest. She's perfect. she was forging COVID papers for them to go to another country while we were at the comedy show, and she was so quiet. And he's like, "Yeah, she's forging the COVID papers," and they got in. That's she's that's the feminine energy. Yeah, we we and need to. I watched this man who I've seen tear through fucking pussy. <laughs> tear through so much fucking pussy like all we talk about is pussy like all we talk about is that and he business was and making money over her he was a simp i've never seen this man for the six years i've known him ever be like this simping i'm gonna do whatever for this girl i'm gonna it's, fly her around the world and you know what that embodies if he wanted to he would if he wanted to he fucking would <laughs> there's no excuse and if it doesn't <sighs> happen for you it just wasn't you honey. it wasn't you it wasn't you That's a hard realization. That is very hard. But I watched this dude and I literally looked at it and I was like, I see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. They were cute together. They were. That was like the crazy thing. I liked them together and I was like, okay, all right. And that makes, how does that make you feel right? Like seeing that scenario, knowing that in your own dating life, you know what I mean? Like, what does that make you think about? If he wanted to, he would. <laughs> back Jamie's to the, staring back to, at me. Back to the earlier text messages we were reading. Back to our regularly scheduled programming. <laughs> our regularly scheduled daily, sometimes twice a day, sometimes three times a day therapy session. All right. Well, I think it's time for... Dun-dun. Dun-dun what what are we doing I don't know Stony Baloney oh nice it's time okay thank god Jamie's done yelling (sighs) there will be more later (laughs) today this is literally Tough Love with Jamie I feel like we should name we should title this Tough Love with Jay Sims with Jaylee the Jedi and I'll fucking lightsaber your heart out (laughs) with my harsh words What color lightsaber would you have? Do they signify anything? I feel like I would have... I would want purple. I literally feel like I would have blue or purple. Do they mean anything? I don't know. Oh. I'm not that much of a nerd. Okay. I was nerdy enough where I watched all the shit and I like it, but I was not like nerdy in the sense that... I don't like Star Wars. I Okay. There's a lot of things we're going to talk about later. Emily's (laughs) I'm and time in timeout. <laughs> I get heart, thrown off the balcony. You timeout my heart. I'm hurt. Okay. So today's stony baloney session. We're going to do word association. We're going to bang these out. I feel like I'm in kindergarten again. All right. So we, we're each going to like go through these words. And then. Oh, and, <laughs> and then like you'll, I'll say one. And then you say the first thing that you think of. And then you say one to me. And then I say the first thing we think of. And we just kind of go through it. Okay. Okay. So for you. Moist. Wet. Okay. <laughs> restaurant. Asshole. <laughs> mm, that was quick. It just went straight through you. You must have had corn. It, I, I'm triggered from restaurant life. <laughs> um, Jeremy? It says Jeremy. Jer- Jeremy. Oh, wait, that says Jeremy. I think of Vampire Diaries. <laughs> was there a Jeremy? I can only remember Elena's Stephen and, Damon brother. and Oh, he died, I think he died. I wish that were me. Um, Drake. Dance. Pedophile. <laughs> if we see him pop out with Millie Bobby Brown. Yo, he's, he's got some questionable shit. A lot of, he's grooming a lot, a lot. of young girls. I watched him kiss a 17-year-old on stage. And he said, I'm going to get in trouble for this. And I watched the whole fucking video. And he knows she's 17. And he g- pulls her up close to him. And he's like, I'm gonna go to jail for this. Like laughing about it. It was. And I saw it. It wasn't even a story. And I was like, "Wow, you creepy." I don't like that. Yeah. Domestic. Drake's a little fruity. He's a little pedophile. Yeah. Okay. Domestic violence. I was thinking that too. That's so fucked. That's fucked up, Jamie. <laughs> Joint pension. What? <laughs> what? Where did that come from? <laughs> Two girls, one blunt. Joint pension. Yeah. Not joint pains. You have a joint issue. Yeah. Like, what? They thought I had arthritis at age 12. Exactly. Okay. Pension? I don't know. Bald. Spencer. Mm. That's my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> We're going to have to bleep his name out. So it'll just be bald. I don't give <laughs> a bleep. Spencer was bald. R.I.P. that pussy. Asset. Ass. <laughs> yeah. That's an asset. <laughs> jungle juice. Rape. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I I feel you. Yeah. One time I was at a frat house and, and I had the jungle juice and then somebody tried to assault me. Literally? So, whenever- I, honestly, though, yeah. I think of jungle juice and I think of in Providence in Rhode Island, there is literally it's like called P Street and that's where all of the frats are. And that's where a lot of my friends got roofied. So I almost got roofied at a party. And then I was like, my friend was like, I was like, I don't think I should drink this. Something they told me not to. Good. And then he, my guy friend who was like six, four and huge was like, I'll drink it. And he drank it. And then he told me he woke up in a bush the next day. And after that drink, he remembered nothing. And it was his first drink. So, and he was a big dude. So I was like, thank God. And that was the same frat that I thought I almost got roofied at another time. And the guy handed me an alcohol bottle. I was like, "Oh, drink, take shots. And I was like, and I looked at him. It was the first weekend of college. And I go, you take a shot. And And he he didn't. didn't. And he wouldn't. And I was like, oh, you won't take a shot. I was like, none of us are taking shots. We're actually going to leave. Good. Good Fucking fuck creep. that a lot of u v m frats had a lot of fucked up shit going on, but okay, I, yeah. back to the game <laughs> short, man <laughs> child death <laughs> when one lives another must die no honestly i'm pro-choice i'm pro-abortion yeah kill the babies fuck you texas old men fuck those kids up because you don't know what these women are going to go through i honestly side note i saw a tiktok and she was like no one i keep having these people and these politicians talk about Babies and being pro-life and like you know, but what about the baby's life? And you're ruining it. But are they supporting the child? Exactly. And she was a person who was supposed to be aborted, and her mom was mentally ill and didn't abort her, and it tore her entire family apart. None of the siblings talk. They the parent, her parent went, her mom went into an institution. Oh, all of this stuff. And she goes, "Do you know what that was like to hold the guilt and shame of oh. my entire life of being the person who just ripped apart like." a family of like five and had her mom go away because of it. And like That's all this horrible. stuff. Yeah. And so she has no relationship with any of her family and all of a sudden she goes, you know what? She should have fucking aborted me because I wouldn't have known. And this family could have stayed together. And I was the reason they fucking fell apart. And I felt that. That really, that yeah. must be hard. So yeah, I'm very pro Kill rejoice. the babies. Yeah. <laughs> Kill the kids. Trigger warning. I- honestly, if you're fucking triggered by that, you probably shouldn't be listening to this podcast because you're soft as We're fuck. We're going to talk about a lot more yeah. shit. <laughs> Softies aren't allowed Don't here. This, this isn't pitch. for the week. Yeah. My mom wanted to abort me. And honestly, I'm fucking amazing and I'm glad she didn't. But I'm you glad know she what? Didn't too. If she needed to, I'm pro choice because I would have popped up and popped out of another womb. Yeah, maybe you would have been a dog. And maybe I would have been born to a rich family and not all this fucking trauma, so you never know. That's that's the hope. All right. Brother. David. My word was step. <laughs> <laughs> like you're Oh, I should oh, have said step stop. brother. <laughs> you could have taken that a step further and been like, washing machine. <laughs> see cat, look at us. Wild ride. <laughs> <laughs> We're just looking into the camera. <laughs> I'm like, what's that mean? You went for a wild ride. Good boy. <laughs> oh, see, I I knew. Good boy. <laughs> you could be a top, maybe. I no, I can totally be a top. I had a kid call me mommy a bunch once. Oh, (laughs) that's a story for another time. (laughs) Fox. Clever. What would I say for Fox? Quick. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't there like a poem? Like quick Fox, jump Fox or something like that. Okay. Trump. Toupee. (laughs) yeah oh, you guys said orange. Trump? Yours is orange. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I think it's time for us to go. <laughs> I think we the must. The has kicked in. Go into the shadow realms where we once came. Yeah. We moved, and now we have to edit the other podcast that we just yes. filmed. So I'm that it can come out last week when you're listening to this. Oh yeah, last week. But. The next podcast we have, we'll have a very special guest. Yes, very special. Should we keep it a secret? Or should we... Okay, hold on. Let's talk about it, but not say the name or like... Or like gender. Do we keep it very anonymous? We're having a person. An awesome person who's hilarious. Crazy. Wild. Crazy funny. Yeah. They do shrooms a lot. I feel like... Yeah, they do shrooms a lot. (laughs) They have short hair. Just like a ball of fun. A ball of sunshine. Yeah. And this bitch, man or woman. A beautiful singer. A beautiful singer. Talented. <laughs> multifaceted. We'll show her titties on OnlyFans. <laughs> is starting an OnlyFans. You heard it here first, folks. But this is uh this is gonna be exciting and it's gonna be a great episode. They're flying down this weekend. They're flying down a film with us. Oh, by the way, we got to film this weekend. <laughs> so yeah, stay tuned for next week because it's gonna be fucking one hell of an episode. Yes, I'm ready. I think we're we're gonna party all weekend. It's yeah. gonna be fucking great. So we're about to go smoke a blunt. We love you. See you later. Peace out. Bye, bitches. You filthy fucking stone. <laughs>